This is the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your host, master coach, and emotional resiliency expert, Lisa Carpenter. I'm here to be your guide through real, raw conversations, navigating life as a high achiever. This show covers what it takes to create physical and emotional well-being, along with how to honor and partner with your body. I'm here to guide you to a connected relationship with yourself, turning self-care into a way of being and not just another task on your to-do list. After all, the things we love, we take care of. This podcast gives you permission to love what you do, but love yourself more. Welcome to the Full Frontal Living Podcast. Well, hey, hey, listener. Thank you once again for tuning into another episode of the Full Frontal Living Podcast. And if you are new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so grateful that you are here. My name is Lisa Carpenter. I am a master coach and emotional resiliency and emotional fluency expert, really, here to help my fellow high-achieving A-type personalities of the world learn to loosen their grip on life and create a world for themselves that is filled with more peace, ease, joy, and fulfillment. We don't need to overdo or sacrifice our physical or emotional well-being in order to achieve amazing things in this life. So today, I'm surprised, maybe you can hear it on the audio, it is raining so hard outside. I am in Vancouver, Canada, and we have officially entered into the wet season. And it gets pretty gray and cloudy here, very similar to Seattle, if you're from the U.S. and you're familiar with Seattle. Very similar weather, and we're very close to Seattle. And it can be kind of gloomy and depressing. Uh, But over the years, I've learned to really navigate this time of year to give myself what I need to always feel my best. So, of course, exercise is at the top of the list and putting healthy, nutritious food and getting lots of rest and play is at the top of my list. And I also put my behind on a plane and head down to California. So I've got a couple trips planned coming up to get a dose of sunshine and to dry out a little bit helps to break up the uh, winter doldrums. And that is a real thing, right? That's a real part of my self-care now. So you may or may not live in a place that doesn't get a lot of sun during the winter months, but this is the time, my friends, to double down on what it is you need to take really great care of yourselves because our environment does impact our moods. And, you know, every year I get better and better at knowing exactly what I need to continue to thrive regardless of if it's the sunny season or the wet season. And I really encourage you to explore the same for yourself. But that is not really the topic that we're diving into today. That was just something that rolled off the tip of my tongue as I got started here. Today, I want to dive into uh, the alter ego again. And I talked about this in episode 34. So if you haven't gone back and or if you haven't listened to episode 34 on how to create your alter ego and the, the 
the value that an alter ego brings to you, I really, really encourage you to go back and take a listen. I share my personal alter ego that I created back in 2016, I believe. And now here we are at the end of 2019 and my alter ego has definitely been upgraded. I need to write her into life on paper, Uh, but she is still such a valuable part of how I create my vision. And that's really what I want to talk about today is our alter ego and values and how you can get it to work for you and why it might be so important for you. So as a chronic, you know, I spent most of my life hiding. I like to say hiding in plain sight because I don't think I've ever really blended in, although I tried really hard to. I think I've always stood out and it's only been, you know, over the past four or five years or so that I've really, you know, that I really began to to step into that more and more. And a, a big part of that was creating this alter ego because your alter ego isn't like, it's not a fake it till you make it thing. It's looking at the parts of you that you know, you can turn up the volume on And if you could just, you know, channel that part of you, it would make life a lot easier. So my alter ego has no problem getting visible. She has no problem standing out. You know, she'll she'll throw on red lipstick and rock it like a boss. So if you ever see me doing, you know, a live video where I'm wearing red lipstick, please know that I am definitely channeling that alter ego of mine because maybe behind the scenes I'm feeling nervous or vulnerable or not as powerful as I would like to be. So that's a way for me to connect in with her. So recently I had a photo shoot done and I'm super excited because the pictures are going to be ready for me this Thursday. I'll be going down and meeting with my photographer. And this photo shoot was a really big deal because I'm celebrating turning 47 actually that's coming up next week, turning 47 and really wanted to, you know, with everything that's going on with my, my fitness journey, I really wanted to just celebrate and honor and be fierce and feminine and sexy and all of those things, all of these things that I've bumped up against for most of my life. So my alter ego came in really handy for that photo shoot because instead of getting into my head and being nervous, I literally was like, okay, we're going to be Tyler today. That's the name of my alter ego. We're going to be Tyler today. And Tyler is, she's fierce and she has no problem like bringing her A game and being grounded in her sexuality and being fiercely feminine, but also knowing that she's smart and capable and strong, right? It's not an either or, it's an and. I get to be smart and sexy. I get to be strong and soft and feminine. It's all of these things. So my alter ego really embodies all of those aspects of my personality, but with the volume turned up because I didn't want to spend 20 minutes at my photo shoot feeling self-conscious, telling myself the stories that I, you know, that I don't take great pictures and that I'm like awkward and uncomfortable in front of the camera. I didn't, I didn't want that warm up period. I wanted to just walk in and 
stand firmly in my power of let's do this. Like, let's have fun, like right out of the gate. I don't want to waste any time feeling insecure or vulnerable. Not that there's anything wrong with vulnerability. It wasn't like it wasn't in the room, but you know, you know how we can spend time like just being so weird about stuff instead of just leaning in. I'm sure, you know, you may or may not have had an experience in your life where you're you're feeling insecure. And then after you do it, you're like, oh my God, that was so amazing. I want to do more of that. I want more of that in my life. And you think, God, why did I waste so much time, you know, in my head and in my stories? So she really came in handy for that photo shoot. And I got to embody her more. And the goal of your alter ego is, like I said, when I opened the show, she already lives in the vision you've created for yourself. She's already got everything you want. She's already there. And the power in channeling her means that every time you bring her out, you're working from your vision. You're working from that place of already being there. So that's why she is so powerful for me because she is so confident that it's it's done. Like she's living the life that I want to be living. And the best way for us to create what we want for ourselves in our lives is to work from our vision, not to our vision. Because if we're trying to work to our vision, we're operating from who we are today. But if we're working from the vision we've created from ourselves, we're being the person that's already there. So that's how I bridge that space between where I am and where I want to be. I work from, well, what would my alter ego do? If she had already achieved this, how would she show up? And that's how I've created such massive transformation in my life and in my business and even with my body now, right? Like if Tyler's already fiercely marching on the stage, how would she show up? So yesterday I had an opportunity to go and meet with a lady by the name of Heidi Cannon, who competes with the organization that I will be competing with, which is the WBFF. If you're interested, by all means, go and check them out. And this organization is very much, it's it's very pageanty. So although it is, you know, fitness-based, you know, it's what you would refer to as kind of a bodybuilding fitness competition, it is it has underlying elements of pageants. So in Canada, pageants aren't a huge thing here, at least not to my knowledge. Maybe they are, and I'm just unaware of it. But pageants aren't something that, you know, I grew up with. I grew up dancing, so I competed in dance. So, you know, I've got a bit of a dance is kind of theater, right? But there's there's something about being on stage. And there's always been a part of me that if I'm being honest, love to be on stage and also didn't want to be on stage. It's that you know, when I say that I hid in plain sight, uh, that was kind of the thing, right? It's like wanting to to be on stage, but then also not being okay with being on stage. So it was always kind of turning up the volume, turning down the volume, and not really understanding what was going on, not realizing I had all these different stories and beliefs under the surface about what I was making it mean to want to be on stage. So yesterday I went out to meet with her to do a posing clinic. So this is where things get awkward and uncomfortable because although I've been on stage competing before, in the past it was simple quarter turns. 
So a quarter turn is you face the front of the stage, the side of the stage, the back of the stage, and the side of the stage. It's not fancy. And they're just, you know, looking at your physique. And then I also performed a high energy routine. Well, in this organization, because it's very pageanty, you have to own the stage. Like you have to own the stage like you are a top model, Victoria's Secret, stomping it out on the Christmas special, look at me world. This is what is required. This is an edge for me. This is an edge for me because, you know, my daytime persona on the podcast, the work I do with my clients, it's deep, it's soulful, it's powerful, it's very uh, emotional based, but also intelligent. If you if you hear what I'm saying, there's a lot of depth to my work. There's a lot of experience and uh, years of wisdom that comes into the relationship I have with my clients, and it's kind of in total contrast to what I want to do on the stage. You know, stripped down to a thousand dollar sparkly bathing suit. And yes, these bathing suits are something else. Let me tell you, they weigh about three to five pounds once you put them on and own the stage like nobody's business. So it's very much outside of my comfort zone. So when I walked into that room, it would have been so easy to get up in my head. I'm too old to do this. Who do I think I am? I'm, you know, surrounded by 30 something. Some of them were probably in their 20s, gorgeous, flawless. And I'm like, what am I doing here? Right? It could have been so easy to go down that rabbit hole. And as we started to line up to practice doing eye walks and T walks, which is just, you know, how you navigate the stage because Posing routines are actually choreographed. You don't wing this, but you have to get comfortable walking in heels. You have to get comfortable moving your body. I needed my alter ego to show up. I needed her to be in the room with me to remind me, you've got this, Lisa. You can be fierce. You can stomp this out. Don't worry about it. But let me tell you, I had to be very conscious of the voices that were showing up that wanted me to run screaming from the room. I had to shut them down and I really had to just stand in my confidence, stand in my abilities, know that I am fully capable of doing this and not just doing it, but enjoying it because my alter ego, she loves the stage. She loves the spotlight and she has no problem owning the stage. So that's how I showed up. And this is what is possible for you. Every time I got to practice my walk, I visualize myself, I've already done this. I've been on the stage. I've seen this. Like in my head, it's done. It is a done deal. But that is what your alter ego allows you to do. Your alter ego allows you to be in that vision. It's done. Tick the box and move on, so to speak. So this is what's possible for you. Now, you may or may not be considering going up on stage. And if you are, that's awesome. And if you're not, that's totally fine too. But where in your life would having that alter ego allow you to step into that vision and create? 
So if we take my fitness goals out of it, almost a year ago to the date, I put a, you know, stake in the ground, drew a line in the sand, whatever you want to say about what I wanted to do in my business. It required me to stand my ground with a mentor who I dearly respect and say, no, I'm not going to do that thing that you know I'm capable of, that I know I'm capable of, because I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to double down and I'm only going to do this one thing for a year. And the focus was solely on growing my one-to-one practice. Why? Because I love working one-to-one with people. And it honors my values. And I'm going to talk about values and why they're important in building out your alter ego. So I had to really think about, okay, who am I today? What has been getting in my way of me creating what I want in my business? And who do I need to be? Right? What what part of my alter ego do I need to pull on in order to stay true to this, this vision I set for myself and this big audacious goal that I set for myself almost a year ago. Well, my alter ego, she knows how to be committed and she knows how to be disciplined, but not disciplined in the hard sense of it's going to burn me out. That was Lisa from the past. Discipline was a negative word. I'd always been committed and disciplined, but it it cost me my health. So I really struggled around those words and uh, what I was making discipline and commitment mean. Well, my alter ego knows that discipline and commitment are really important character traits or ways of being that were going to help me create my goal, right? Help me create that vision. But my alter ego also knew that She never has to worry about whether or not she's taking care of herself because burnout isn't on her radar. She knows that discipline can come from a place of more devotion and you can be disciplined and committed without overworking, overdoing, pushing, striving. My alter ego knows that I can do hard things with ease right? And it's it's interesting as I'm sitting here expressing all these things about my alter ego, um, that's really who I've become, right? That's really who I am now. But when I was setting these goals, when I was creating this vision, these were still things that I was struggling with and wrestling with, right? Fearful, not trusting myself. And that's a whole other episode, how we learn to trust ourselves. Not trusting myself that I wasn't going to go into this this old pattern of overworking and burn myself out. But my alter ego, she knows, she knows when to lean in. She knows when to lean back. She listens to her body. She trusts her intuition. She knows the difference between overworking. (laughs) And she also knows when she needs to put her feelings aside and do hard things. And you can do that as well. So this is why this was so important that I embody these ways of being or character traits. And now, you know, for where I'm at in my business, I'm only just halfway through my fiscal year and I am completely on track to nail the goals that I set for myself because channeling that part of me allowed me to work from the vision as if it was already done, right? That is the key. You're like I said already, your alter ego, it is already done. It's in the bag. It's 
You just need to keep showing up like that person and it'll happen. Was it super easy? No. (laughs) It's not always easy to be committed and disciplined, but I also knew that that's, that's the way I needed to show up. And it's been pretty phenomenal to watch uh, what has happened since I really stepped into that vision and really stepped into that part of me that needed to be those ways to create that. And you might be thinking, well, you know, how can I apply this to my life? Well, if you're struggling with your, say, your physical well-being, Are you really showing up as the person who's already lost the weight, who is fit and healthy, who takes divine care of herself, who puts herself first, who makes time for the things that are important, that says no to all the things that she doesn't want to do? Are are you being that person today? Or are you still focused on losing weight, (laughs) feeling crappy? Like, where's your attention? Where is your attention? Are you making those decisions? Are you making the decisions that you need to make today based on it already being done? Or are you telling yourself the story, it's not possible for you? That could never happen. Because if you try to go from point A to point B and you don't look at who you're being today versus who you need to become, it's going to be really challenging for you to get there. And then it's simply a matter of every single day showing up as that person that's already created vision. And it's not sexy work, right? I was just speaking with a client this morning and I said, there's nothing sexy about transformation. It's not glitter falling from the sky every day. You have to do the boring things, whether it's, you know, eating your food, getting your exercise done, you know, doing the things in your business that you need to get done. You have to be willing to do the unsexy things every single day, even if you don't feel like it. It's okay. It's just the way it is. If there was an easy button, trust me, I would be handing them out because I spent years and years and years not allowing things to be easy. If it was hard and I was suffering, I was all over it. I was really addicted to suffering. And if I could go back in time, I would tell that version of myself, gosh, if you were just as addicted to your vision and being that person in your vision, If you were operating from her, it would have been so much easier because that's really been profoundly what has changed things for me. It's really stepping into this this alter ego and really channeling her and really being grounded in that vision and asking myself, like, if it was done, how would I be choosing in this moment? Okay. So my alter ego also knows how to honor my values. And I wanted to give you guys an exercise that you could help to dig out your values. Because when I ask most of my clients what their values are, you know, they'll rattle off a bunch of stuff. And often they're just telling me what they think their values should be, right? Like moms will often say, my value is family. And I slightly roll my eyes because you know what? It doesn't have to be. And if your top value isn't family and you're a mom, you don't have to feel guilty about it. doesn't mean you don't love your kids doesn't mean you don't value your family. My top value is not family. I love my kids. I love my family, but I value connection. I value intimacy. And do you see how those I bring into my family and that's how I honor my family? But family is not my top value. 
And that's okay. For some people, family is their top value, and that's what really drives them. So I want you to explore what some of your values are because your alter ego really has to know herself. She's got to embody these values like nothing else because when you make decisions that are in alignment with your values, you cannot screw things up. And truthfully, you can't screw things up anyways, right? Everything is happening for you. Even when you're eating the shit sandwich, I, trust me, it's happening for you and the, the gifts you will find later on. So what I ask my clients to do and what I've done inside the Weight Loss From Within program, which, you know, we're opening up the wait list. We'll probably start registering uh, later this year for the 30-day Weight Loss From Within program. So you can get on the wait list at lisacarpenter.ca forward slash WFW, Weight Loss From Within, wait list. It's pretty, pretty straightforward. And we're actually going to be shortly opening up three days for free. So you can start taking the program for three days and test out some of the journaling prompts. Anyways, I digress. Back to this exercise. I had the last round of the ladies inside Weight Loss From Within do a dinner party exercise. And you can do this for yourself at home. I want you to invite 10 people to a dinner party. It's an imaginary dinner party. Don't make it a big deal, but 10 people. People you love, people you'd love to meet. They can be alive, dead, you you know, you don't have to know them personally, right? Like, I don't care if you're inviting Jesus to dinner. You decide who you would like at that dinner table if you get 10 people. And I want you to choose a couple people that you don't really like, that you'd like to maybe sit down and have a conversation with, but 10 people. Once you've written out these 10 people, I want you to start detailing out the, the different characteristics that they have, things you love about them, things you appreciate and admire about them, uh, things that you wish they weren't, like things that you really hate about them, right? So just start journaling it out, list your 10 people, start diving into deeper why you would invite them. What this is going to show you is what you value because the things we admire and appreciate in other people our, our true values, right? Often there are values. We surround ourselves with people who show us the things we value. So by doing this exercise, you should be able to extract some things that really matter to you. And maybe it's that this person is really kind, or this person is really generous, or this person is just super authentic, or you love the vulnerability in this person, or this person is an amazing speaker, or this person you just love their enthusiasm and excitement for life, or maybe this person is super play playful. Or this person makes you feel really safe. Or you love how this person is such a phenomenal advocate. It doesn't matter. But look at what comes up in the list. Look at the common themes between these people that you invite to this dinner party because those are your values. Those are your values. The things that you don't like in people show you what you do value in yourself, right? So if somebody is a liar all the time, you value honesty. Maybe somebody's arrogant. You really honor people who are humble and less assuming. Who knows? But this is your exercise to explore. Once you extrapolate your values from this, then you can take those values and you can weave them in to your alter ego. 
And you can really start to embody that vision you have for yourself, the vision you have for your physical and emotional well-being, the vision that you have for your life, the people you want to surround yourself with, where you want to spend your time. Everything is going to come from your values. And then, like I said, create that vision, create your alter ego, write the document, and have fun with it. Remember, we are not creating oxygen here. We are just... I am here to support you living a healthier, happier, more fulfilled and joyful life because we are not here to be human doings. We are here to be human beings and we're meant to experience life to its fullest. That's why I'm doing a lot of the things I'm doing because it's fun. And as I've said in previous episodes, I'm not here to live an ordinary life. I'm here to live an extraordinary life. And I am unapologetic for all of it. I'm unapologetic and I want you to be unapologetic as well. You can have amazing health. You can have amazing wealth. You can have a beautiful family, a beautiful home. You can travel. You can have whatever you want. We must stop limiting ourselves and your alter ego is going to really support you in embracing what's possible because that's what she's all about. So on that note, have a wonderful week. Thank you again for tuning in. And I look forward to hearing from you, either on Instagram or in my email, but have a wonderful day. And don't forget, take amazing care of you. Can just 60 minutes transform your life? It seems rather remarkable that you could sit down with me for an hour and experience such a radical shift in perspective, your life won't quite be the same again, but in the best way possible. The fact that you're listening to the podcast means you're probably like most of my clients, you're smart, ambitious, and juggling a million responsibilities. You may or may not have already realized that you should be making yourself a priority, But let's be honest, you aren't. Instead, you're swirling about in your monkey mind, trying to multitask the pieces of your life while waiting for everyone else to get their shit together so you can feel better, slow down and relax. Am I right or am I right? In fact, you probably already know what you should be doing. Whether it's to get healthy, take better care of yourself, grow your business, make more money, be a better mom, wife, friend, you know what you should do. In fact, you're buried in shoulds and you're frustrated because if you're like most of my high achieving clients, you actually believe you should be able to make it all happen. You've noticed you're great at taking action, but seem to lack the willpower to stay the course. You've also noticed that when times get tough or circumstances get difficult, you default into poor habits and taking care of yourself becomes an afterthought. You've tried the strategies, diets, plans, programs, courses, read all the self-help books and have worked so damn hard. So why aren't you there yet? Imagine being healthy, wealthy, rested, fulfilled, stress-free, and loving your life, business, and body. I want you to know that it is possible to slow down, find more ease in your life, take better care of your health, and still be a high-achieving, ambitious go-getter. 
But this shift doesn't have to be a struggle and it doesn't mean sacrificing your family, business, or other priorities. It just requires that you matter more to yourself. Sooner or later, most people realize they need support to change. And the sooner you get support, the quicker you'll be rewarded with amazing results. If you've been tuning into the Full Frontal Living podcast regularly, you must be resonating with what I'm sharing. You may have been kicking around the idea of working with me for a little while now. Maybe you've even started to fill out the application more than once. Choosing to work with me is choosing to invest in yourself and transform your life. But no more excuses, no more putting it off, no more compromising. But if you're feeling resistance, I'm curious to know just how much more exhaustion, poor health, struggle, and lackluster results you are willing to endure. If you are ready for a master coach who will lovingly call you on your bullshit and challenge you to step into radical self-love, emotional resiliency, and self-worth, let's get started. Before you do anything else, head over to lisacarpenter.ca forward slash WWM. Fill out the application, complete it, and book your 60-minute session with me. And let's transform where you are now and get you to where you want to be.